Corruption Watch yesterday issued an open letter urging South Africa to intensify its anti-corruption efforts. The letter comes days before next week's 10th session of the United Nations Convention Against Corruption Conference to be held in the United States. The letter outlines the areas that require urgent intervention and implementation, and it comes just after the International Anti-Corruption Day Summit held in Pretoria on Thursday. To tell us more on this, we're joined on the line by Karam Singh, Executive Director at Corruption Watch. Karam, thank you very much uh, for your time with us uh, this morning. Uh, what are you hoping, in fact, will will emerge from this? Have we, uh, as as a country, really slacked a bit on on anti corruption efforts, or is there still enough enough noise and enough work being done to fight the scourge in South Africa? Um, good morning, and thanks so much for having me on the program. You know, um, next week will be the conference of state parties to the UN. Convention Against Corruption. It's the 20th anniversary of the convention, which South Africa is a signatory to. Um, You know, it becomes a kind of touch point for the international community in terms of coming together and trying to build some consensus and some momentum on the fight against corruption. I think there's a lot of frustration in the country that that, that, that the fight seems like it's stagnant, um, that, you know, we've had a uh, you know, real investment and years with the uh, the Zondo Commission mm. and post post Zondo Commission. Now we're in a moment where we're looking to see greater accountability and people brought to book for their complicity and corrupt actions. And you know that that process is is stalling and is slow. So um, we we're not in a great place in the fight against corruption, but potentially we're in a, a, a on a better trajectory now than we were a few years ago. Talk about the, the Zondo Commission, a very expensive exercise, more than a billion rand spent on that, um, a significant uh, uh, you know, uh, t- amount of time, really, um, several years on, on this. And we're still really waiting to see the, the real impact that that is likely to have. It seems we're really good at, at doing a lot, uh, but, but not really achieving the impact. How do, we, how do we bridge that gap so that as a country we can grow in confidence that we do actually take the issue of corruption seriously and we are dealing with it with the, serious, the seriousness that it requires? I think we need to build much stronger institutions across the state to fight corruption. Institutions that can do the preventative work, so uh, identify red flags, uh, vulnerabilities in the system, uh, early, you know, before the money is actually stolen, which is why we talk about the need for greater transparency in the system. But in order to have a, 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 a robust system which is transparent and effective, you need to have oversight bodies, regulatory agencies, law enforcement that are well capacitated, well resourced to keep their eye on the ball, keep their eye on the money and to pursue investigations, you know, uh, and, and, and consequences when appropriate. And I think that's really, you know, uh, what, you know, 30 plus years into our democracy, we've seen a lot of our democratic institutions hobbled and weakened. Mm. So in order to in order to fight corruption, we need to build strong institutions and state that can then pursue an anti-corruption agenda. And that's not just government, it's provincial government, it's local government, and then it's across uh, the public with the private sector uh, and within civil society. 
and and it's to ensure that anybody who wants to speak out, who wants to blow the whistle on corruption, will in fact be protected. We've bemoaned and and really spoken a lot about how whistleblowers are just not are not protected adequately. Um, that 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 if you do know about corrupt activities and you want to speak out about it, you're not sure if you'll be safe. What more can we do on that front? I uh, you've you've hit the nail on the head. You know the issue of of enhanced whistleblower protection and support needs to be part of our reform agenda in the fight against corruption. We need to create a system whereby whistleblowers are actually incentivized to come forward, where they know that they're going to be protected, where they know that if necessary, they can remain anonymous, and that if the information that they provide allows the state to recover money or to prosecute individuals, that those whistleblowers are actually rewarded that they're actually compensated for the information that they provide. At the moment, as you say, the system disincentivizes whistleblowers. Whistleblowers are put under threat. Their, their physical safety and their, that of their family is put in, in peril. So we really need to rewrite the rules of the game to enhance the support and protection and even incentivize whistleblowing. Karam, we'll have to park it there this morning. Thank you for your time. Executive Director at Corruption Watch, that was uh, Karam Singh. Let me also uh, ask you to visit our website. Uh, that's where all our podcasts are. Go to uh, www.safm.co.za and search for The Weekend View. You'll find our podcasts there, some that you've heard live and many others that uh, we record when we're not on air. Thank you once again for your contribution to the show. Thank you to the team behind the scenes. Until next time, I am Seben Zeeling Kambule. Good morning.